Greetings and welcome to the Dead Harvey Podcast. This is Brad. Uh, Ted is gone again. He just had a kid, so he may be out for another week or so. Uh, But uh, anyways, so like I talked about last time at the end of the episode, I was leaning towards talking about critters, critter movies. So not like the critters with like the little critters that roll around in the balls and shoot spikes spikes at people or, or combine themselves into a giant ball made of tons of different critters. And then just roll over people as they do their alien invasion. This is called uh, Critter Combo. So we'll be talking about two uh, crazy critter movies. The first one is Armageddon. Oh, sorry. That's no that. That's the movie with Bruce Willis. It's not Armageddon. That's a way different movie. You'll get an Aerosmith song in there. And you'll get a lot of Michael Bay stuff. Anyways, so it's not Armageddon. There's no Steve Buscemi in it. Although it'd be great if Steve Buscemi was in this movie. But this movie is about a... Uh, killer llama from outer space so the this is a total like micro budget movie it opens up with like low budget animation kind of like low budget sort of flash animation style uh but it's it's cool it's like it definitely fits like the micro budget and playful spirit that the movie has um so it actually complements it pretty well and plus like using animation they don't have to do like super low budget green screen stuff or anything like that they show like this uh so the llama spaceship looks like kind of like a little llama trailer like you take uh like you put a llama in if you were transporting it it's flying through space there's a astronaut on this floating base and the llama trailer smacks him and then spirals out of control, lands on Earth, and it lands conveniently. Uh, the llama lands in a very Friday the 13th friendly environment where kids are doing drugs and alcohol and being horny. And, uh, and the llama is going to take them all out. So this movie, I think it was sort of, it was clear. I don't know. This is just a guess. But I think it was clearly made by somebody that owned a llama and said, hey, you know what? I've always wanted to make a movie. I've got this llama here. It's pretty cool looking. Nobody's made a killer llama movie yet. And then the wheels and then the head just start spinning faster and faster and faster. And there's like space llama lasers out the eyeballs uh, like this, this animal that's costing us so much to keep. We can like start getting some of this money back by making a blockbuster movie. Space llama. Lasers out of its eyes, better than lasers coming out of the eyes of the sharks in the Austin Powers movie that Dr. Evil prophesized. This could be the llama movie to end all llama movies. What do we call it? Llamageddon. Now, there's not like several llamas attacking people. This is like a singular llamageddon, but I suppose that like one powerful llama with lasers shooting out of its eyes could potentially take out the world, you know, if everything lined into place right for it. The the funny thing is, too, is that Llama's just walking around with these, like, glowing red eyes. And the llama doesn't move that much. So, to me, it seems like it's almost like a substitute for, like, a, some kind of, like, a sloth creature. Uh, but it is a... It's a llama. So, what happens in this movie? Well, there's some kids. High school... They seem like they're high school kids. I mean, they're probably, like, much older. But they're, well, playing, like... High school or early college age kids and whatnot. But they're, the mom drops them off. They're going to stay at their grandparents' place. The grandparents are gone for a while. So, of course, they decide to have a party. Now, the sister is all in full party mode. And the brother is all, like, super nerdy. He's wearing, like, a tie and he's all stuffy. And gives off that sort of uh, 
David Carradine vibe from Revenge of the Nerds. A total social outcast. Well, I guess this kid isn't like as likable as Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds. But anyways, moving on. So his sister calls all these people to come and party with him. And then you got like, of course, your mix of all the kids that come in. You got like your your stoner. Uh, they're partying in a place that kind of like looks like a trailer. It's a place that like I I have been to several parties uh, in in college because I used to live uh, in a trailer like right around college time. The interior looked very similar to a lot of parties that I went to and the group of people that they hung out with. Also very similar to people that I would party with. So that you got like your um, you got like your sloppy drunks, you got your stoners, you got your male and your male and female stoners. Of course, one they even make like shaggy references about. I knew like people that were very similar to all this for for quite a while, um, and then so it rang authentic in like the high school or uh, college party environment that they were in. So these kids are all partying. The nerd is like starting to kind of like loosen up a little bit. And everybody's having a good time. And eventually they run into this llama. They see the llama's red eyes. And then the llama starts attacking people. Kind of like not all at once, you know, but like in like small groups or by themselves. So this movie, first of all, is total cheese and intentional cheese, too. I mean, there's scenes in this movie where like one of the one of the main characters like every time he like leaves and comes back, it seems like he's wearing a different shirt. I mean, somebody had to have like really not being paid attention or intentionally had him go change his shirt all the time. The llama doesn't really move. It just sort of like this is probably like one of the funniest things about the movie is he just sort of like sits there and he stares at people. And then sometimes there'll be like a like a brief like movement of his head as he's about to like bite somebody. But when he's like attacking people, a lot of the times it will just so llama won't mo- be moving. His face is just like stationary. People that are making this movie are probably like, look, this is a micro budget movie. We don't have the budget for animal trainers. And it would t- it would take so long to get any kind of shots if they were trying to train this llama to do it. So how about you just sit there? Don't move. Just like look at the person that you're about to attack. That person will scream or maybe like try and act scared, but they're not really scared. And then what you'll do is we'll take like these like puppet hooves. And we'll take these very fake-looking puppet hooves. And then we'll punch. We'll use these to attack that person that you as the llama are attacking. So you'll just see basically like the llama's little cute face with like these red evil eyes. And then you just get these like isolated shots of these like fake llama hooves. Which is probably somebody just like puppeteering a stick. And so then they're 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 attacking this, this person. So they're punching the person. But it's very like play fighting or intentionally missing which makes it even more hilarious it's like it almost looks like they're just filming whatever rehearsals they got going on with the llama puppet attack uh, arms and hooves i mean this movie is actually pretty entertaining all the way through especially for like a micro budget movie you got to go the extra mile to make to make a movie more entertaining when you're like a micro budget movie so so they use the whole ploy of like the llama the space llama attacking people um, they get the most mileage they can out of it. The llama's like spitting up on people, and then it turns. You know, like when they say like llamas are angry, they'll like spit at you. Um, so the llama's like, you know, aliens will will spit like that acid on people. Well, this llama's got like this green shit. He maybe it's like green alien snot or something that he chucks up on these people. And then one guy that uh, he does it to ends up turning into a llama. So you start to see. And he goes, I'm 
turning into a llama. And then he's like, I'm a llama man. Uh, <laughs> there's pretty funny shit in there like that. Uh, to recap, this is a great movie to watch like uh, during a party or when you're just like hanging out by yourself at the end of a long day and have some beverages. Uh, watch Llamageddon because it's basically like a llama attacking people, teenagers doing stupid shit, watching people run from the llama and then the llama barely even moving and then just seeing lasers shoot out of its eyes and then there's people just exploding and like low budget computer effects is just freaking awesome. Uh, super enjoyable micro budget movie and super enjoyable cheese. Uh, so well done. Well, they pulled that. I've actually seen this movie a couple times now. Uh, this is kind of a movie that will like it's super micro budget and everything, but it does have enough. It is kind of like funny enough. And it's actually got its own rap song and everything, too, that it will uh, keep you engaged. I mean, if you're bringing a normie into this and trying to convert them to to the B-movie lifestyle, uh, when they, they're either going to be receptive to it or they're going to be like, oh, no. I mean, it's not this movie is not anywhere near as like polarizing as Thanks Killing, I would say. That movie would probably turn a lot of people off right away. This movie, you might kind of get people to like hang out for a while. Some normies to watch it for a bit, and then maybe like halfway through or something, they would they would leave. But it actually pulls out more llama effects the more the movie keeps going. So it actually builds pretty good as far as like the level of cheese that they have, like the amount of uh, fake blood that gets spattered, or the amount of like fake vomit that people have uh, after they get attacked by the llama. Or like the snot that the llama chucks at the people. Or people exploding from the llama's lasers. And these giant CGI uh, clouds of blood mist. <laughs> but it kind of reminds me of like uh, low budget like video game attacks too. There's one part in the movie too that's hilarious. Where people are running uh, from the llama. And you could tell that like when they were making the movie. Like well this scene is going to involve a lot more action than we had planned. So let's just animate this sequence. And then just like kind of like randomly in the middle of the movie, they just have an animated uh, an animated sequence in here, animated action sequence, where you can tell that it was much more effective for them to cost effective for them to do it this way than to actually try and film that. But I thought that was hilarious. And they just sort of randomly inserted it right into the middle of the movie. <laughs> this is a that's the great thing about uh, B movies that have like freedom to do whatever they want. You just get all this weird, random shit, like, rewarding you. And if you're into that kind of thing, it's fantastic. And if you find it, like, uh, in funny, then you'll just be laughing your ass off through almost the whole thing. Speaking of laughing your ass off, here's another great one. This is, this, this to me, um, as critter, critter combo double features, this would be one of my favorites to recommend. Yeah, let me get it. And then you got the Velocipaster. So technically a critter because it's a, I don't know if like a dinosaur would be considered a critter, but I'm going to lump it into that category. Because I remember like eating this cereal called Crispy Critters. There may have been dinosaurs in that. I'd have to do some research. I can't remember. But anyways, I'm going to call dinosaurs critters and include this in the critter combo. Okay, so the Velocipaster, it's about a guy who's a very like kind of like earnest priest, very well-meaning uh, his parents uh, get murdered, and he goes out for revenge. Now, before he goes out for revenge, he gets this item when he's in China that gives him powers to turn into a dinosaur. Uh, so, <laughs> which is just a totally hilarious concept about 
a priest that turns into a dinosaur. But the the thing is, this is also like total intentional cheese. And this is actually even more uh, entertaining than Lomageddon because uh, the way Lomageddon's like a great like entertaining like party movie to watch. But this movie has a few extra layers on che- of cheese where they're sort of making fun of other movies while they're doing it. So they do like these 70s credits. So they're kind of doing making fun of those 70s movies where they do the credits all at the, at the beginning. Uh, they make fun of where like the amount of times that somebody asks somebody if they're fine in a movie. Of course, they have like the ninjas come. They have ninjas pop into it too. Oh, then they have like the maniacal laugh uh, that the villain has, where they go, <laughs> and then the other guy will like join in, <laughs> and they'll they'll each like practice their villainous laughs, uh, trying to top each other. So there's all these intentional cheese moments that you see in it that mirror other like super cheesy movies. So sometime along, like when he's you know finding himself and he doesn't realize that he can become a dinosaur yet, he's hanging out with this hooker. Yeah, uh, hooker like with a heart, a total like character that's like a hooker with a heart of gold. Um, and her and him have like just fantastic chemistry in this movie. So, anyways, one one day they're they're hanging out, and you know he turns into a dinosaur and murders a bunch of people. And so he's like, "What the hell happened?" Like in the aftermath of all this, she's like, "Hey, you could turn into a dinosaur and attack people. You can do some good." So like the basically like the hooker with the heart of gold inspires the priest to fight crime and use his powers like as a dinosaur for good. So he sort of like so you know follows like the revenge format where he tries to like piece the clues together of who killed his parents and there's there's a, there you know there's people involved and he sort of like goes through the ranks until he gets to the main guy at the end. There's a ninja fight in the middle of this and, well there's a couple of ninja fights but there's one great ninja fight. Where so the priest and the hooker with the heart of gold, they consummate their relationship. Of course, they leave their windows open. Uh, so these ninjas just like jump in and start attacking them. So the priest and the hooker with the heart of gold are fighting ninjas in their underwear, which is totally hilarious. Uh, and she <laughs> and she automatically knows like as much uh, martial arts as the as the priest does, which is bizarre itself too. They never really explain that part. But also the great thing about a lot of these low budget B movies is all the random shit that they don't explain. It just sort of happens or pops out of nowhere. Um, that's a, like a little, little treat. If you find it funny, uh, which I do, I find hilarious. That keeps like rewarding me with movies like this. Uh, so you got ninjas, you got a uh, priest uh, turning in uh, to a dinosaur. You got a love story with the priest and, and uh, the hooker with the heart of gold and their relationship is total like their chemistry is so great you actually you you totally buy it and the priest he has a very like Dexter kind of look to him Michael C Hulk sort of look to him and his his mannerisms are sort of similar too so when I'm watching the movie I'm like huh this movie is about like a priest that sort of reminds me of Dexter that also turns into a dinosaur so there's multiple levels of this movie going on I'm thinking about this is another one that I've seen a couple times. And I've shown uh, to normies that aren't that into B movies, and they've totally loved it. Uh, so it's it's kind of sim. It's it's different from like the it's, this movie seems to kind of like across the board. A lot of people really like it. It's different from the movie like The Room, you know, the Tommy Wiseau um, uh, disaster piece, uh, where <laughs> I think that that movie is hilarious. I laughed through pretty much the whole thing, but I've seen it a couple times with other people, and they just have the room will be completely split. I would say almost. If it's normies, they're going to be like 75% of them are going to be like, what in God's name is this? And they were not laughing at all. 
even when they hear everybody else laughing, they're not like it's just like it does not register. It's like the B movie enjoyment, or especially like enjoyable bad B movies registers with some people with other people it doesn't i guess it's sort of like anything else like that you're into sports or anything else it's going to click with some people other people it's not so the whole the whole movie is kind of like this priest sort of like struggling to become like a crime fighter and sort of like accept it and accept the fact that he does turn into a dinosaur until he sort of kind of embraces it at a certain point but the actually like the little character arc they have with the priest is 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 pretty cool so they do throw like couple of curveballs they don't usually do in uh in in b movies uh, the writing on this one is actually pretty cool like they did a great job uh with the script and making like a totally intentional uh cheesy b movie and making fun of all these sort of like tropes and b movies at the same time but uh fantastic movie i mean ninjas uh dinosaur crime fighter how can you go wrong with any of that uh and and just total like hilarious there's actually there's one scene where they make fun of like unfinished effects in movies. So when his parents get, he only has the Bruce Wayne background, the parents get killed. They have like the car is supposed to blow up and it just says like VFX car explodes here. Something that's very similar to that, which I thought was hilarious, but the movie does all sorts of like little Easter egg treats where it makes fun of other B movies like that. So uh, to recap, Lomageddon and the Velocipaster are both uh, super entertaining micro budget movies. The Velocipaster especially works on a number of different uh, levels of low budget, like B movie enjoyment levels. Whereas Lomageddon just sort of like cross the board, very bonkers movie about a space llama attacking people and they kind of go gonzo with it um you know and then you got like velocipaster which almost works as like a satire in a lot of ways but it does not get like pretentious with it or anything it totally embraces like the low budget humor and and entertainment to it so both of these great finds as like party movies both of these movies and to maybe even introduce the B-movie world to normies. Because these are sort of like movies that I kind of see as having like a little bit of a crossover audience. Because they're kind of high concept enough. They're going to lure people in. For, for the novelty at least almost. And they might actually end up liking them. You'll, you'll get like the reaction where they're either going to... But hey, you know, what other B-movies would you recommend? Or they'll just be like, don't show me any of these again. You'll probably get either one of those two. But anyways, that's it right there. There's your Critter Combo. I'll probably do more of those Critter Combos uh, in the future. Or try and get Ted to pick out a couple, too, that we'll kind of go back and forth with. Uh, but uh, that's it. Uh, when your Friday rolls around, if you haven't seen these two, uh, watch it. Whatever your Friday is. Like if you work on, if you got the weekdays off or the weekends off, either way. Get the beverage or mind expander of your choice, as long as it's safe. Check these movies out and uh, have a great time. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you next time on The Dead Harvey Show.